Hello and welcome to the Everton Aren't We podcast. I'm Paul and tonight I'm joined by Andrew and Graham. And we just thought we'd do a quick pod to talk about the breaking news coming out of the club at the moment, which is that apparently Chelsea have offered £40 million for Anthony Gordon. Uh, Graham, I'll start with you, mate. Um, How do you feel about this? That's surprising, isn't it? We've just had a weekend of football. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's just fell out of the sky. Um, my initial reaction um, as, as as a message to Brownie, like when I heard about it, I was just like, realistically, if, 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 if this bid does come in, I can see the club taking it because we can use it to get uh, the sort of speed up what we're what we're trying to do by getting in all our players like instantly I thought right we can put a serious down payment forward and then maybe that sort of center forward winger someone like Terry or something I just honestly it was like right serious serious quality very quickly and then I started thinking about the club's model and it was like right you shouldn't be fire sealing your young players we're looking to to develop players and then whenever they get maybe three years solid in the team and, and they're basically, you know, first team players, even though Gordon is at the moment, but, you know, they're established yeah. and they're, that, you're, that you're leaning. We lean on Gordon, I think, too much as it is. Um, and he's in the finished product. But do you know what I'm trying to say? It nearly yeah. like whenever, whenever, if he is in that Richardson mold, you know, just, just the, I don't know if we'll ever reach that peak, but. You know, scoring double figures and stuff, but then we would accept forty million now. But we were allowed. We we decided to go against it, and we we built the team, and it'd be a lot slower progress. In three years' time, you could be selling Anthony Gordon, England international, for eighty million, or you could be sitting. But then on the flip side, you have to think like three years' time, we could be sitting selling him to Norwich City, um, and thinking he's another Kieran Doyle. You know, maybe we should have cashed in. So I think it's. It's going to be a very sensitive subject for the fans. I think yeah. it's going to be an even more sensitive subject for the club. And I think that if this is true, because we all know that Sky are a big bunch of whoppers and they'll fire anything out there, but it's came from Paul Joyce too. Yeah, that's what I'd like to uh, to add on. I'm sorry, I should have said at the beginning. This is not something that we've made up ourselves. This is actually all over social media and yeah. it is the breaking news on Sky Sports. So it probably has some legs in this. Sorry, mate, carry on. No, 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 no need, no need, and 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 you're right, you're grand there, like it's. But the fact, like Paul Joyce, for a long, long time, was Ken Wright's bleak man. You know what I mean? Ken, Ken Wright gave fed him info. Yeah. Um. So the fact that Paul Joyce's name is attached to this, that's why we're all whoa. So yeah, I I just think on that basis, like the club have a really, they they have it because you've already seen it in Twitter too. It's you're scrolling and people are saying. I'd sell him tomorrow. I'll drive him there, and you have other people saying he's the future of our club. Me, I don't want to be on the fence with. I would love to see him grow. I do think his bags of potential. I just don't know if I can deal with Everton moving at a snail's pace. Do you know what I mean? I would love to see. You know, it's nearly like the sacrificial lamb. I would let him go now, but I would let him go now if it's a case of we grow our youth in future. Because yeah. this will get us in the position where we can do that. I can completely understand that. It doesn't mean I like it, you know. It doesn't mean that I'm. I'm just like yeah, get him out. But I think I could see that possibly happening. 
And if that did happen and the money didn't vanish like the Arteta money and it actually went in and we seen the use of it, so we were able to put bigger down payments on players or instead of spreading out costs where we're having to hand out 30 or 40 million a season because we've had the uh, pay week learner for every single player, you could actually put two massive amounts down. Do you know what I mean? So you're, yeah. you could bring in two very quality players that are ready to go for him. I'll let Andrew have a go now. Sorry. It's, yeah, well, it's that's that going to be my, my, my next. Obviously, I want to get your thoughts on it, Andrew, but I just want to add a question on top of that. Do you think the striker situation at Everton now maybe has forced our hand, whereas in a month or so ago, he, he was not for sale, but now it's like, well, how are we going to get strikers in if we don't get some money through the door? Yes, completely. You look like I was watching match of the day and you're looking at every team. You're looking at Brentford and everything, switching the forwards to three, three capable forwards. Southampton were able to pull it back. Uh, I know we've been linked to Shea Adams. Shea Adams had a massive involvement. Literally, I just thought it as, as I seen him ping up and come on to him and, and he played the ball on for their, uh, nearly sure it was their equaliser. Uh, but again, the focal point, they move it on and the the wingers and the really come on. I think the fact that we are so toothless up front is that I, I'm, I'm at the point where we don't need one striker. I think we need two. And I used to hear, I, I used to hear, basically those shouts were there last week. And I was like, we're not, we're not getting two. We don't need two. We only need one. I'm in the mindset now that we do need two. We need serious competition up there. We're the point that, and no disrespect to DCL, but Calvert-Lewin's spot should not just be, he's fit, he's in. We need three different types of strikers. And none yeah. of them being round on. Yeah. Andrew, what's your give us your initial thoughts on it all, please, mate? But my you initial thought be content was, with him leaving, or is it something that you don't want to happen? For forty plus, that was shocking. I, if you would ask, like, I'll ask you, last February, well, I guess this February, in February, how much would you have set his market value at? Ten million. Yeah, oh, ten million. There. Fifteen tops. Ten, fifteen. Yeah, maybe a cheeky twenty for someone stupid like Newcastle, who just has more money than <laughs> well, God. But the only the only team stupid than the Newcastle is Everton, right? We've already got them. <laughs> yeah. Take that. No, um, but 40, 40 is nuts. That's transformational money in terms of what we've been looking at. Like, look at Emmanuel Dennis, who we all really wanted. I think for the most part, yeah. He went to mm-hmm. Forest for twenty five. Forty for a player who is not as ready made as Dennis is right now. Not saying his ceiling isn't as high or higher. I don't know, but. 40 today for the Gordon that we've seen over the course of a season and a few cameos is crazy money. We'd be silly not to take it. Anything less than that, I would say, fuck off. I think Frank really, really rates him. You know, you heard his comments at that uh, U.S. event um, in Baltimore. Uh, He absolutely rates him super highly, thinks he has all the potential in the world. He just needs to keep the right attitude, et cetera, et cetera. But 40 gets us Terrier, gets us maybe Gallagher, etc. Yeah. yeah. Can you understand you... the point of view of Evertonians who are like, I'm, and I'm, well, I'm only talking about me as an Evertonian. I'm sick of watching all our young lads go out the door. I mean, you go on social media, see people are all, all over him again saying he's not good enough, his, his end product and stuff. But if he's not good enough for Everton, why is he good enough for Chelsea? I think very specifically, Chelsea. Uh, I think Tuchel has an issue on the offensive side. Uh, today was a bit of a weird game if you watched it against Spurs. But Tuchel's offensive now is not where his defensive is. He is a defensive wizard for the most part. That's the first thing he fixed 
you know, when Frank was struggling, was yeah. setting up shop at the back. But three, in spite of that, with Lukaku, he couldn't do shit after the first month or two. Lukaku basically died. So I think he's looking for a higher pressing style when they don't have the ball, and that's what Gordon excels in, is pressures and interceptions and forcing mistakes. Yeah, do you think yeah. Chelsea, uh, again, I'll put it to both, do you think Chelsea have like smelt a bit of blood in the water here where obviously Everton have just played two games there, which I personally thought we were unlucky in with, with a proper recognised striker. We could have possibly won both games. And now it's a case of, well, they need a striker. We'll pay £40 million for them and they can go and get what they want. Do you think they smelt a bit of blood in the water there, Graham? Um, Yeah, possibly. Um <clears throat> I think they would. The fact that it's came again, they say that it's came from Paul, Paul Joyce. They say that you no know, Sky Sports and I reporting it. There hasn't been big grumblings, big rumors, you know, sort of teetering on the water, and Chelsea are, are thinking about it. I think it's came in, and I this is completely my my own made up conspiracy theory, but I reckon Ken Wright's put it out there to see fan reaction, to see if if he actually, I think they'd be willing to sell, and that's purely made up in my own head, <laughs> you know, uh, just, to, just to reiterate again for, for like the third time here, Paul Joyce has always been Ken Wright's, Ken Wright's guy that Ken Wright's yeah. give it, at least in the knowledge that I've heard from people. The fact that, to me, it just feels like the feelers going out, same as whenever they put out about Barkley. I reckon they, they have accounts that are on all the biggest, you know, Twitter accounts and they'll have people going through those reactions 110%. And that they'll want to gauge it to see if it's something they can go ahead with. And I reckon with the Gordon team and stuff, they're happy. They're happy enough to do it. Yeah, I um, said similar last week. Sorry, mate. When um, Connor Cody, I had a lot of Evertonians saying to me he wouldn't sign for Everton. But the fact that the story was out there says to me that he'd already spoke to Connor Cody. I think they may have already spoke to Anthony Gordon about a potential move, and now they're just putting it out the feelers out to see to gauge fan reaction. Well, yeah, because as well, Bernie, that like the whole. Like the shadow, the shadows just cleared now from this uh, transfer window. You know, they're like you think about like we, me, you, Andrew, uh, John, and stuff. We were all doing shows all through the summer. Just every story that we could find that had even a sniff, uh, you know, of, of some substance. Like we were, we were talking about it, and we were looking at the players, and we were trying to discuss them and talking about how they can fit into the team. But they were all real slow leaking stories. Even the people that we were linked to, where there was genuine interest. There was all that, but DC since the last two, three weeks, it's literally just, it's like, it's just cleared and there's been no, there's nearly been no BS with any of these transfers. So the fact, do you know what I mean? It's just, uh, Jesus, we're linked to him next minute. There's a button before you know it, that's accepted and they're in then getting their medical on a world one, you know, in a couple of days. The fact again, that this has just sprang out and the mainstream media and from that source, I really do think that there's, there's something on it. Yeah. And I just saw that we rejected their first bid, which is actually kind of encouraging, not because I don't think we should sell them, but I do think we should ask for what we want. And if they're starting at 42, we can get 45, we can get 48. Is that just happened now, is it? Yeah, minutes ago. Uh, we right, turned so. down one that it's now, to be clear, the deal is valued up to 42 that we rejected. Yeah. So, you know, there's bonuses and stuff. It's well, probably like 35 the plus. The hypothetical transfer game. Let, let's hope Everton have gone back and said, listen, well, we need to send the forwards. Give us yeah. that Armando Brogia. Or there's rumours coming out of Chelsea that Conor Gallagher is is not happy. So I think most Evertonians, and again, I can only speak to myself, I don't want Anthony Gordon to leave, but 
if you to get Conor Gallagher in exchange, I'd, I'd be all for that. Me personally, what do you think about that? I'm with you. I yeah. think as as injury prone as we are, um, as many good midfielders as possible. Yeah, it's midfield. Midfield's where games won and lost. So I, I do get that. I feel really sorry for Gordon too because he's getting a lot of pelters and he's he's playing out of position. He's he's not a centre forward. Like you even seen that then whenever whenever Rondon came on, they got on the wing. He, he was he was a lot more effective in that in that Villa game. Um, but I just think I, I I don't want them to go again. I, I want to see I want to see our youth grow and and, and become yeah. great players like we all do. I think every club does. I think it goes without saying. People get a bit over emotional and wound up and stuff, you know, and and try and gauge, you know, judge people for for maybe what they say and think. But I don't want it to go. But again, it's it's this ugly, annoying side of football now where, you, where we as fans have to look at this business side, billionaire owner, and we're, we're sitting down the back of the sofa looking for pound coins. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, again, it's... Yeah. And he, I'm sorry, no, it's just... They're, no, they're sorry, one dude. of these... I, they're not in this fucking... Uh, well, they are now. Chelsea before that whole what was the G, the G fourteen wasn't it? Was the original? Yeah. That was the original uh, big deck clubs. But now you've got like you know, this G fourteen classified like rush hour. <laughs> yeah. We would have passed that. <laughs> we would have passed that. Oh, what a fun! But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but basically now they're all part of the the, the Super League big decks, and you know what? It's just, it's just so, it's infuriating the debt that they had, were able to have written off. Yeah, we, yeah, we're just again, we're not in that club, so we're just, we're again, we might have to sell another potential future asset, just, just to compete, just to, just to compete, they be basically be a filler for those guys, uh, and 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 the Premier League praying that we don't upset the party and, and take points off them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For them to just uh, pinch who they want and, and pull the ladder up further. It just, it just, it, it seriously annoys me. Like, but um, well, I mean, Graham, you were talking about it in the chat. Like this is a good business model. It's been done before by Lester yeah. to the highest level of farming talent and selling high and then resetting. We're in a rebuild as it is yeah, right no, now I, because I, we burned all our cash. So this yeah. may be the way for the next few years until the stadium money comes in and all the revenue that goes along with it. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, from a business point of view, from an, from an academy, academy graduate to go for just under 50 million, it makes too much business sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's but the annoying side. But your Evertonian hat on, I, I personally, I'll just give my two pennies. I don't want Anthony Gordon to leave, but I do believe, and I've said it before, and so I'm repeating myself, that this whole we haven't got a striker situation, we'll probably force our hand now. Yeah. Because and, we and just as well. Yeah. Sorry, just on that. Um, like, yeah, 100%. The only thing is that for that model, they work. You should have the replacement in one year before that person's going. So like, you yes. know, when the replacement says, I am leaving, and maybe we did see Gordon as that. Well, you know what? We didn't because as I said a year ago, Anthony Gordon had just came back from a seriously underwhelming loan spell. And, uh, Rafa Benitez was putting him in because he literally only had one and a half million to spend. Do you know what I mean? He brought in Rondon, Andy Lonergan, uh, Demai Gray, and Andros Townsend. And even Andros Townsend uh, said recently in an interview, I had nowhere to go. I didn't know what I was doing. So it was only that his mate was at Everton that he got in 
And then Townsend then was great. That's an absolute shame that he's out. He's not back there after this World Cup. But yeah, so so he basically had to throw Anthony Gordon in because of that youth system. Like he was playing above his age group the whole way up, but he just he wasn't cutting the mustard. He, he and it just worked for him. You know what I mean? And Andrew, I know you were talking about the stats earlier, and I know you will go to them very soon. But like literally, he just runs and runs and runs and puts a shift in. And, and a Benitez team, that's what works. He was actually able to thrive in those chaotic settings. Do you know what I mean? Because I believe if, if, if it might have been Lampard this time last year, I don't know if he would have progressed the way he did. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's literally a, a, he's a success within failure. His, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him, don't get me wrong. But if any Evertonian tries to tell me that we'd be calling him Starboy from the start of last season, you know, you're as bogus trying to discuss some Eastern European football or letting on that I've seen him a hundred times. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just a massive head fucker, it really. It's, it's uh, just me from my point of view, mate. I just like, I just like to see Anthony Gordon play with better players in the Everton team. I just think the way it was last season, it was frantic. It was do whatever you can to keep Everton up, and he just run himself yeah. into the ground. And okay, his final ball and didn't score enough goals, but. It's just Everton's luck, isn't it, that we finally seem like we're moving in the right direction and then Dominic Calvert-Lewin gets injured. So all these wingers we have and these attacking players, there's absolutely nobody in the middle to give the ball to. So yeah, your productivity is going to go down with just by that alone, in my opinion. But, Andrew, you said you got some stats on Anthony Gordon there because I'm very professional. I did not do my research and <coughs> Anthony Gordon's stats. So I'll let you take that away, please, mate, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. So this is from FB Ref, so that everyone's working with the same set of numbers here. And based on the last calendar 365 days, and it is rated their percentiles against the top five men's leagues. So when it says his non-penalty goals is 28th percentile, that's not for the Premier League. That's Bundesliga, La Liga, etc. Uh, his non-penalty goals is 28th percentile. Um, so the biggest thing that he's great at pressures he's 95th percentile tackles 96th interceptions 81st blocks 98th um clearances and aerials he's all right but i mean that's not going to be his main job but in an attack like well attacking a pressuring system he's very very solid but after we get up to the other end of the pitch that's where he seems to flounder a bit so if you're looking at like abrosia for instance um, just side by side here. They're actually pretty similar uh, on the offensive side of the game, except Brogia has had a lot less minutes than Gordon last year. Um, massively. Uh, his pressures are kind of similar. Uh, he's about 10 percentiles lower, Brogia is, than Gordon on the pressures, tackles, interceptions, and blocks. They're both decent with dribbles, but Brogia is much better carrying the ball progressively assists neither is actually spectacular so i'm kind of where paul was when brogia first started getting linked i'm kind of falling out of love with the idea of brogia i'm much more interested in terrier well it shocked yeah. me when brogia when somebody showed me che adams who played oh yeah forgot him last season he actually had better stats than him yeah and you know um, we were linked to him and, and we had fans saying we, we should go and get brogia well his strike partner was actually done better than him yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't look at Che Adams. I totally forgot about that. Terry, now, obviously, the league differential is going to be massive here, playing in, what, Ligue 1? Um, 
his goals, he's 97th percentile. His non-penalty XG is 93rd percentile. His expected assists is 81st percentile. He's much more offensively productive, but then again, the defensive opposition in that league is nowhere near the same. Yeah, and what I will say about Terry, and a lot of them players who play in that French league, this is something that you sparked in my mind, Graham, saying we could give massive down payments on players that we might want. It seems like Everton are kind of fishing in that French market, and yeah, you know, looking for right. players. So if they have seen Terry as a potential player that they would like to buy, then this this would not help, wouldn't it? You know, I was thinking too about the sort of I seen uh, now. The, uh, not even saying the guy's name, but there was a stat on uh, Twitter today. I shared it. I shared it. These and it was. Uh, I think it did. I don't know. I can't remember if it did, but it was basically around about the goals. Oh yeah, sp- seen that. Yeah. How long it's been? But how few there is. Sorry. How long the gaps between goals? And uh, it was. It sort of made me think about Terry, and then I started thinking about Kevin Morales. I was like, that's the sort of inside wingers that we need to be carrying, and not. And we thought Gray would be that sort. Now, don't get me wrong, Morales turned out a bit of a shit house towards the end. But you know, when Kevin Morales was good, he was. He I, was, I was a fan of Morales. That <laughs> was massively. He was always a threat, always yeah. looking to cut inside, and that burst of pace was ridiculous. I, th- I, I really thought he would have made the difference that time. Well, you know, really, really did. I know we pipped Arsenal and stuff to the signing. I thought, holy fuck, you know this. This, uh, you had Lukaku then at that point, the tip of the spear, you know. But even the side of the blade, you had Morales in there, and then Naismith and behind coming in the false nine and stuff. It was so effective. Uh, God knows who we had out the right. My mind's gone blank on that. But uh, you I'll just, say oh, it. yeah, oh, Jared Delafeu, thank you. And uh, you, you just always knew that there was, I think every team would have been playing. You know, like they're walking on eggshells because any one of them could have burst through on goal. Maybe not Delafeu as much, but he could create and he could whip a, a wicked ball when he when he actually thought about it. When he, he went down, didn't. But I'm going off and off one here. But you know, Terry with those numbers and then watching him and watching the way he bursts in too and likes to come up from the left. I just got Kevin Morales vibes. So I'm sitting here thinking again, and look, the reason why it's so scattered and probably so. Delivering what I'm saying, maybe not as maybe probably worse than it usually is, is because as I say, I'm trying to process this Gordon stuff. I'd really like to sit and think about it, but it's it's fresh. But if you could move out, Gordon, hold you respect. I don't want him to go. Just that's the last time I'm going to reiterate that. But if you, I echo them. I echo that statement. I. I like, don't want Anthony Gordon to leave. I don't. I don't think it needs to be said realistically because ultimately. We're all we all want to see youth come through at Everton, so that's just no need to go at that again. But ultimately, if you had a player that you could move straight in, like like Terry, and say he even got seven goals, I don't think Anthony Gordon's going to score seven goals this season. Personally, I just don't. But if he could give seven goals and seven and a seven assists, that would be so instrumental. And those could be. Do you know what I mean? Another yeah. thing then too, just on Andrew bringing up those. Like all those stats are on pressure. It's nearly like he's an attacking right. You know what I mean? And that other side of that game needs to come now from him. So maybe Chelsea do because he will run and he will get faster at the game. You know what I mean? Players start off running. Uh, some players build up and build up. And go as the side that 
Like we can't say, but if only they track back, if only they worked hard, if only they did this, if only they did so literally, oh, his corners need to get better. Good, he can he can sit and work on them. With Frank Lampard, you know what I mean. Frank Lampard took took corners for Chelsea. He can sit and work with him all day in them. And you know what? In a year's time, he'll probably be a bit better. Again, as long as shots need to get better, his reactions in the box. That's all stuff you can get better at if you're capable of playing at that level. I don't care who you are. You know this whole ah oh, there. If you're young and you have potential. You can learn all them things. It's learning the work for the team, learning the help out your teammates, learning the you give every ounce of energy. Like people keep giving him grief. I've given grief. You have given grief saying he's blown out of his hole again. Well, with those figures, it says why? Because he's doing someone else's job. Yeah. You've seen it where he's pressing around the pitch and people are jogging. You know, the only other player that you see pressing like that aggressively in our team is Alex Awobi. Yeah, and Richardson beforehand, but even Richardson didn't press at the pressures Alex Awobi. He did it when he was right. frustrated, and then he got extremely petulant. You know what I mean? Um, but ultimately, it has the f- see now. I'm just some saying, don't sell. <laughs> that's, what, that's too raw. <laughs> well, this I, is just too raw. I just you're uh, talking about seeing him not not seeing him score seven, and I think that's right with our midfield as it stands. But if yeah. we got Ghana with Onana, with maybe a better Delhi, those chances might come more often. He might get more swings to the plate, as it were. To yeah, I just That's what I'm saying. The pro- his productivity is going to be low this season so far because we say it all the time. He's we said it a few times. Of There's absolutely no, no focal point. Yeah. No, but even at, even before that, even whenever it was like, I'm up, I'm excited for the season, Calvert-Lewin's back, blah, 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 we'll get this one, we'll get that on. I just thought it was going to be a really tough season for him. That's why I've been sort of putting the put tweets out. They've been in spaces discussing it and everything, and even with you guys, and, and saying that Gordon just needs to be forgot about and allowed to grow for three years, in my opinion. In three years, yeah. we'll actually see the player. The problem is now that we're faced with Chelsea making this bid is potentially they're thinking the same. We know what he could be in three years' time, but we know what he might not be in three years' time. Take the money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and a tough one, isn't it? Because I, I, I've i gone into typical Evertonian panic stations mode and I think, you know, what what are we going to do? We shall Anthony Gordon. And, but I can kind of see the logic in it. And there's a few different players that have popped in my mind who would, who would like Evan to go and buy. But the main one for me, people might disagree, and he played against us yesterday, is, and there was rumours of him not being a favourite, Steven Gerrard is Ollie Watkins. If you go and get him for thirty million, I go and get him. He's, yeah, he's brilliant. So. Yeah, um, don't know. I think there's better out there for that price. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> we still Ask got Grassi out there. Ask how you pronounce that name? So that's what you do. Is but that's what you do as a fan. Though, when you start, you start looking for alternatives. If what you don't want to happen actually happens, you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I, I can see. I think if there's legs in it, I could see the club sell them. Honestly, like that's us because you think about it too. This whole profit and sustainability bollocks. Like, oh, at the end of the year, like every podcast or every show or everything I've listened to, they're saying, "Oh, no, Everton have to sell at the end of the year." And it's more likely going to be Dominic Calvert Lewin if he has a half decent season. He's gone. If he sold now, Anthony Gordon, and that's pure profit out of the. The academy too. There's nothing else to go anywhere, and we're the Premier League are already satisfied. They let us buy and do these deals the way we're doing them. 
I think we're doing it in our terms, not theirs now. Yeah. Again, that's that's pulling out there, but from what I've heard and stuff, uh, it seems to be that way. So I think this then puts us in a much more healthy position. That's why I kind of use the term sacrificial lamb. It's it's upsetting. I don't want to lose him. But again, the stupid business side, you're like, can yeah. Everton afford to turn that down? That's a, that's a, that's, that's a golden goose egg there. You know what I mean? Well, that was my final question to both of you. Was, um, I'll come to you, Andrew, first. Do you think we will sell Anthony Gordon in this window? Yes, I do. You do? I do. I think the need for a striker or two, as Graham said, I think he's right. Um, I think that need and maybe the potential for a Gallagher along with uh, will override Frank's sentiment for Gordon. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I agree with that. I just think it's... Um, circumstances have put us in a bit of an impossible situation. Um, it's only two games in, but I think Frank Lampard might be thinking we can't, keep, can't afford to keep losing games. And the reason we're losing games is because we have no striker and I need a proper striker, a quality one. And if I get £40 million, pounds, I can go and get someone like Martin Terrier and bring him in. Graeme, same question to you. Do you think, I know you answered it before, but do you think he will leave this window? No. No, no. Why? I think because the club's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, also, forgot about Everton. So that's the business side. So yeah, you can never. Uh, I've said this quite a few times. Um, never under underestimate Everton to out the outdo in Everton. Um, secondly, I think Lampard will dig his heels in. I haven't went there yet. I think Lampard's really going to dig his heels. In. I don't think he'd be happy about this. Um, but it's going to. Be, I think this might. This could be the first time where, again, completely hypothetical, made up in my mind. But I think if there is a case where Thelwell's frustrated, you know, it's Lampard has this love on with Anthony Gordon. I'm not saying Thelwell doesn't like him. Again, I don't know all this, but Thelwell is a footballing businessman. Mashiri is a businessman. Kenwright is an actor. Lampard is a football <laughs> manager. He's the, he's, he's the young, hip, cool manager that's mates with his players. Do you know what I mean? Um, which which I love. I love the I love the fact that we have a new age manager. I think it, it's the future. Um, I really, really do. Because um, the game so much, so many past things are outdated. But I think Lampard will dig his heels in. And Thelwell will be sitting saying, you know, oh, well, but but look at this part. Look at the possibilities we could have with this, and we could have this guy and this guy. And then Lampard be sitting saying, "I've worked with young players, and I know what I see in them, and I know what what his potential is." And that could be an issue there, a tug of war, and you would see who wins. But um, yeah. I just, I just think that the club won't. You know, I don't want to sell them, but I just think the club probably yeah. will. But they I'm probably. Of, won't. I'm I'm at the, I'm of the same mindset, mate. I just I do not want to sell them again. Well. We'll say it again. I don't want to sell Anthony Gordon, but I think the club will. Yeah. Can I ask you guys something? Go on. Um, of the available linked players, Broja, uh, Adams, Garassi, and Terrier, each of them kind of falls within like a, sort of a Mario Kart archetype. Like some are good at pressure, some are really good <laughs> offensively. And then um, Adams uh, is more like the Mario or Luigi. He's kind of the all-rounder. Yeah. Um. What would, would you prefer? rather replace Gordon with? Would can I, can I go, go first with this, Bernie? Correct, full yeah, for me. Um, I think none of them, Andrew. I think okay. if we got, 
I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my reason why. And your question is very good. But the only thing I would add to it is that's who we're looking at when we can put down a, a three million down payment. That's a good point. If we if we get 40, 50 million for Anthony Gordon, yeah. we're on the we're we're on the next level. We're What's Obama Yang doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> to answer the question, me, I, I, I out of that group of players you just mentioned there, it would be Terrier purely because his name is Martin Terrier. That's it. I don't really know. I don't really know nothing about him, but I do like Shea Adams. I have to admit, I do like him. Yeah, Adams is your all-rounder. I think he's the most versatile of the bunch based on the stats. I think that's what. I and you know what, Andrew, it's 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 great that you say that because the fact that Calvert Lewin is a specialist, like he's probably the best attacker, attacking header of the ball uh, for you know in the the league. It's it's up for dispute, but he's when he's on it, he's he's on it. Yeah, Yeah. fantastic. Um. Taking the ball on his chest, knocking it on, heading it on. So you you don't want someone in that mold. I'm talking about you need extra strikers, and personally, I would like two. If you had the Terry, oh, Terry on, um, and the mindset, you know, or in the playing set of like a similar to Morales or so. I'm just using Morales because it's something we can all relate to. You know what I mean? As Evertonians, yep. so like if you have that sort of pacey, half a haircut sort of style. You know, winging attack winger striker that can that can come on from the left and score, so that adds an extra dynamic. And then if you'd say like a Shea Adams, argument sick, um, you know they could just sort of do everything, just be up there. He can give center halves a a, a hard time, but he, he can run on and link the ball. He can play off the shoulder, and then maybe you would look at another center forward. I think as well that we bring in someone else, maybe a bit younger. Then we would try and poach someone else's young striker or look in the championship for someone. Uh, with potential, you know what I mean. So yeah, I do think it's a great point you've made there, though. I think, and I think this is my how the club may look at it. They've probably got targets, but they think, listen, if we've got forty million in the bank, then we can go on to the next group of targets, the level up. And I think they might be enticed by that. Personally, I think they would be. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like going to the New York Strip. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like when we were looking at the defenders and we didn't know who, and and they were obviously saying we need someone on, and we were being linked here, there, and everywhere. The guy. And, that long since we spoke to him now, but the guy doing easy and everything. But literally, as soon as Connor, Connor Cody became available, like they pounced on that, whatever that loan fee is, be it two, three million, and maybe they wanted to keep that for a down payment to sign someone, they were like, no, that's a level up. We need to get that. That's too good to turn down. So if, if we got money in the bank, they're going, I, I just think the prospect, the transfer prospects go up. Yeah. Well, all fair points, lad. Nice one for the. I think we'll wrap it up there. Nice one for joining me on the pod. Um, only time will tell to see what's going to happen with Anthony Gordon. But uh, yeah, Andrew, Graham, thanks very much, lads. I'll see you in the next one. Don't sell Gordon, you bastards. <laughs> Don't sell him about 13 seconds after this is over. I want you both to know that. <laughs> Evan, Evan, lads, all the best. Evan, well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your Evertonian friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we try to build this thing up. Alternatively, you can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like us to discuss on the show, then please reach us via email at EAWPodcast at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by 3 Transport Refrigeration Limited. They offer refrigerated transport breakdown coverage nationwide 24 hours a day, 
365 days a year. You can check them out at www.3trl.co.uk or you can call them on 01925 550 Go ahead and check them out for all your transport refrigeration needs.